What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. What the fuck are we doing? Welcome back to the podcast episode 26. Isn't it amazing how that kind of sound just takes you into into like a zone? It does. A, medita- a meditative zone? Especially in this, dude. Because it's 2 a.m. always. <sighs> All the time. Always tired. Guys, <laughs> think about it. There's time traveling and then there's always 2 a.m. What? There's, what? There's, there's there's time stuck. That has to be the most sleep deprived idea I've ever oh heard gosh. of. <laughs> we are stuck God, here. You need to take a, a nap, sir. I don't take naps. <laughs> I don't take naps. Like you Mr. Right Drake once said, "I don't take naps." <laughs> <laughs> Muscle relax. Welcome back to the Two AM Podcast, yes, episode twenty six. Welcome, yes, sir. Back. Welcome back. Speaking of being sleepy today, um, have either of you been out in the sun? Yes. Oh, so of course. Much. So like I haven't had the chance yet to go walk around in the sun or like Ooh. experience anything, but it's really toasty outside. It's probably like what? High 80s right now. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. good 90 right now. It's 90 outside mm-hmm. right now. And uh, the UV index is like 9 or 10. So you're for sure getting fried if you're out there for oh, longer shoot. than. I can check what it's at an right hour now or two. actually. It was at 10 before I left my house. Bear with me as I pull this up, my people. It's out of 10. It's going to hit, well, it's going to hit 11 on Sunday as well as Wednesday. Oh, my God. So let me ask you guys, do you do you guys like after spending a long day in the sun, just really getting cooked thoroughly at a nice medium rare by the time you enter back into your house, do you ever get really sleepy after that? Mm. Like uh, every time I go up to Havasu, and you just spend a full day on the water. I mean, also you're swimming and doing a bunch of other stuff and you're getting your body just beaten down all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it's nighttime, dude, you're just ready to go to bed. Your head hits the pillow. You're like, Fuck not even nighttime. Just as uh, like as soon as you're not doing anything anymore. The midday siestas. Oh, oh my God. There's so much truth to that. Yeah. And I have the best nights of sleep when I'm just spent either uh, allocating my time where it's like two hours in the sun immediately in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or just spending time in the sun all day. Dude. The best. I've also had shitty sleep when I had like all day Sundays. Did Not, you burn? Huh? Did you burn in those cases? I do not recall burning. I mean, I usually don't burn in general. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, does shoulder burn count? Yeah. Well, being sunburned. Yeah, you got burned. Yeah, it does affect your sleep Damn. quality. <laughs> Damn. I don't recall being burned, but does a shoulder burn count as a burn? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I usually think of it as, like, if you expose your full body and your full body isn't burnt, therefore you are not really burnt. It's kind of like your shoulder's just burnt. Yeah, you but know? you still got burned. It's one of those things where you know. It's a yes or no answer. Yeah. Like, you know if you've gotten burned or not. I mean, I don't know. I, the last time I recall getting burned was, or burnt, was, what, maybe when I was, like, 12 years old something like that like really long that, time ago. well that's that good long ago yeah. that's good good lord i've gotten burned so many times oh my God. <laughs> i think my I, last time was like i go 15. too hard in the paint every like every open season you know like when it gets nice and toasty i'm just out there for too long mm. for one day and then i'm just worthless for two to three weeks after that consistency like i won't want to go back out over intensity exactly let's say you let's say you're a new let's say you're a beginner in the gym you're just cleaning like 225 somehow and like you just destroy miraculously your body. <laughs> yeah you just destroy your body and then don't go to the gym for the next two to three weeks you're not seeing you're not going to see any gains 
Yeah. Hmm. So consistency over intensity. But um, good point. You brought up the sun. I have a real problem with how most people approach the sun. How mm. how so? Uh, Elaborate. I think I think the sun. I think sun exposure is heavily demonized, uh, wrongfully so. And well, think about it. Without the sun, life itself on this planet would be non-existent. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we need it. We are beings of light. We need it in order to thrive. Now, that's not to say that um, the sun doesn't come without consequence. It's like, it, it depends on how you approach it. It can either destroy you <laughs> or it can, it, it can help create like a, a stronger, mo more robust body well, health-wise. Yeah. Don't you remember the thing that I always say? Balance. <laughs> Balance. <laughs> Too much of anything is bad, including sun. Which, because if the sun is good for you, obviously, mm -hmm. vitamins, mm -hmm. um, energy, that kind of shit, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we all we all know we've had those days where you get up and all of a sudden, like, it's been gloomy all week. And then the day that it's sunny, it's just like the best day in the world. and You want to do everything, right? Or that like, feeling of like if you were camping yeah. and it was a little chilly at night. Exactly. And then that mountain or the sun just peaks over the mountain. You step outside the yeah. tent. It's like waking up with Ooh. freaking O Fortuna playing. The best dome you'll ever get yeah. when the sunlight hits. Up. Well, do you get a little endorphin rush when, of course. when you feel the sun in the morning? Of course. Or something like that. Have you ever meditated in the sun? Yeah. You can like, okay, let's say it's like a cloudy slash sunny day. Whenever the clouds like cover the sun, um, you get a certain type of experience with that. But once once the sun reveals itself, and you have your eyes closed, you can you can literally feel the energy go through your body. Just feeling yourself warm up a little bit. You can feel yourself Coasting. almost get like a little natural, like elevated high. So he's on a freaking classical <laughs> move as right now. As soon as the sun just appears. <laughs> <laughs> here's another thing i hate sunscreen yeah sunscreen oh yeah that that's okay i don't like it let's let's explore this a little bit why 95 percent of sunscreen in my opinion is just loaded with unnecessary chemicals that hurt the body more than it helps okay so what what are the necessary chemicals then mm. the necessary mind? yeah i don't know what the necessary chemicals are for a healthy sunscreen i don't but I do know that a lot of sunscreens, the conventional ones, are very detrimental. They have um, xenoestrogens, uh, a lot of that. So xenoestrogens, for people who don't know, are basically uh, chemical compounds that mimic estrogen. Oh, shit. And so in men, you don't want you don't estrogen. Need estrogen yeah. And which your skin absorbs yeah. a lot of what you put on. Which is why it. you shouldn't eat MSG. But, yeah. And all that, yeah, all that other crap. But, you know, you just see people taking out the bottle just lathering it up all mm. over their bodies yeah and they slap it on there like you're like oh yeah come on honey rub my back up real nice like a baby back rib you know like. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. what do you think about sunscreen i think sunscreen plays a, f a fairly important role obviously good sunscreen is a worthy investment like you know you're talking about the, what were they again? The xeno, estrogen. How did you? You just don't want all those nasty chemicals in your body. Yes, obviously. It's very basic. Now, I think, I think that uh, in order to keep your skin safe, healthy, and whatnot, the UV rays are a big negative. Like they obviously cause damage to your skin with prolonged exposure. You're going to get moles. You're going to get sunspots. Blah blah blah. This and that. Your skin's going to get a little bit more wrinkly. I mean, just go to, go to either Florida. Or go to, um, what's that other one in the middle of the desert? I'm trying to remember. Like senior citizen areas. Palm where they Springs? Live in. What? Palm Springs? Yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah. They're like super wrinkly. Tan as hell though. Yeah. Like super crispy. Yeah, but they're like KFC shiny. out of the fryer crispy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're like shiny crispy tan. Like exactly. They're like fried chicken. The thing <laughs> is, I believe that you only get to that point if you, if you approach the sun like an idiot. If you burn a lot... If you spend way too much sun, time in the sun, like there yeah. are plenty of people. There who are spend people. No, yeah, you have to obviously. Saeed said it earlier. Yeah. Balance. 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 I said it pretty much every episode we have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's the key to life, honestly. But it's funny balance. because ba sometimes balance is about being out of balance as well. Well, 
what? you know the ins and outs of it like it's just you know when it's let's say let's say you don't <laughs> let's say you're broke okay you, you don't right. work hard at all okay that's a form of imbalance right yes in order to bring yourself back to a, a healthy state financially you have to work your ass off and be imbalanced in that way oh so you you go to like it's almost one, like making up you go to the right side more for a little bit yeah and then you revert back to the center Okay. Okay, that makes that? sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Fair enough. Okay. Work your ass off for a while, then uh, once you're chilling with some money, you can just kind of lean back a little bit, take it easy. Yeah. But that the idea of balance is still there because you know you're going to revert back. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So that's just a very rare case, I would say. Just don't be a dumbass. Just don't be a <laughs> PSA of the day. <laughs> don't be to quote Philip DeFranco, news guy on YouTube. Don't be stupid, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Don't be yeah, stupid, dude. stupid. Um, the sun, though. The sun is pretty cool. It's... I mean... What? No, <laughs> the sun is really pretty is. cool. It is, because... The sun is pretty, pretty mellow. Like, in, in, in Cali right now, we've faced, like, the longest winter we've faced in a long time. That was pretty gnarly. Right? How how long of, like... It usually ends in, like, February, and then all of a sudden it's just breeze. That's all it is. But it even, like, what? It stopped raining just last week, technically. Like, we've we've had mediocre sunny days but that comes with a lot of wind a lot of clouds and Mm -hmm. cloud cover and all that stuff it's just like it's undetermined you don't even know what the hell is going on that day it could say that it's sunny in the forecast but then all of a sudden it's just a cloud all day and you're like what the hell's going on dude i was having this thought i was driving and then all of a sudden you know of course the sun is out no shit Mm -hmm. but i look up at the sun real like take a quick glance at it and then i realize like that's a ball of fire Straight up. In the universe. Providing us life. What's crazy to me is how far away it is and how mm-hmm. close it seems like it actually mm-hmm. is. Like it appears in the sky just a little bit smaller than the moon, if I'm correct. Yeah. Right? And in comparison to how much how close the moon is to how far the sun is, like just the dynamic of the two is insane to think about. Yeah. Like that's just how big the sun is. You know what's more just insane? Sitting out there. Hmm. Thinking about how it's 110 degrees in some countries and that's just from the sun. Like you said, the even more distant one than the moon. <laughs> yeah. That's insane that we're feeling that heat. Like now imagine being on the moon and feeling the sun. Well, I what? mean you'd freeze to death actually. Really? Yeah, there's no atmosphere to oh, yeah, trap yeah, you're any right, of that. Right. Heat, Dude. So. But let's just say there was an atmosphere. You would jump easily 100 degrees. Probably. How about this first stat? What? The sun is at an average distance of about 93 million miles away from Earth. And it's still hot as fuck. Yeah. Dude. (laughs) Getting toasty That's why. What was the thing? What was the distance where, like, before you get to even close to the moon, you're pretty much exploded at that point? What? There was, like, a distance. There There was a measurement. Where it was like freaking what millions or thousands of feet away from the sun would cause an explosion if you were in an aircraft. Like just the material would. Yeah, 100%. Because it's so hot. Yeah. Even you're not even close to it. Well, what's going on on the surface of the sun and in the core is uh, nuclear fusion or Mm -hmm. fission. And I mean, I would just imagine that you getting that close to it, getting in contact with that much radiation, it would just kind of cause your whole ship to melt apart and turn yeah. into something else you know i find it fascinating how how they started to study the sun and somewhere that you can't even be how would you know all that information that's insane to me how could you begin to learn about the sun and what it's made science out? science right but science is crazy of course like how i have a question like when when scientists talk about how on certain planets like the gravity is so strong Mm -hmm. and the atmosphere is so dense that there's carbon clouds that rain diamonds right (laughs) because the carbon in the clouds would compress hard enough and like fast enough to the point where that it could theoretically rain diamonds down like how do they know that shit i don't know how how are they able to track carbon like millions of light years away on some other planet like, how are they able to detect the temperature of it looking through a, a photo of a lens? Like, how do they get that information? I, that's beyond my my knowledge base. I know, right? 
but I did know. hear about a new planet that it, or um yeah new planet yeah that they discovered in our solar system that they mm-hmm. think is out there planet X no no I think outside of this definitely outside of the solar system but it rains it basically rains lead if I'm correct rains lead like it's that hot there yeah it's it so hot lead. that it rain like you just get showers of mm. of the gnarliest material <laughs> possible no. Magnesium. <laughs> now, if Magnesium. now if it were if there were to be lead rain, right, and mm. we could somehow withstand that temperature, do you think the lead would just go through us like bullets? Do you think it would pick up enough velocity just falling out of the sky if it was a big enough glob? Like it would just be like a gunshot, like a million of them coming down at one time. Probably. Yeah. Well, it also depends how hard it's raining. It's like misted because lead. You guys, <laughs> like yeah, when was the last time you guys felt like hard rain where it was just like, wow, I can actually feel it tapping on my shoulder. Like hard, you know, with, with Probably force. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, it wasn't even that long ago. Hmm. I don't remember that for some reason. but It was raining so hard a couple weeks ago that when I was driving on the highway with mm. uh, using my wipers, mm. I couldn't even see. They weren't oh. like, they weren't fast enough. No, they weren't. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Well, yeah, just picture that with lead, like tiny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would probably stab you a couple times. No, I shoot through. Oh you yeah, like it would for sure shoot through you, right? Yeah. And also, it's hot as shit. Yeah, I have I have another oh, shoot. Yeah, topic that I would like to segue to. What's up? Yeah, considering that it's re- relevant. Um, are you fasting? I am. Okay, how is it relevant? You keep saying that. Like, is there a fasting movement going on right now or something? I'm on Ramadan, bro. Huh. Oh yeah, Ramadan. Oh, Ramadan. you're right. You are right. I, yeah. Yeah. So to inform everyone, Ramadan has started, and it started yesterday, actually. Man, I'm so ignorant. All of my Muslim friends <laughs> no, are not fasting. No, we didn't baby. even remind you, dude. But uh, yeah, we're all fasting. It's pretty insane. Um, it's not really insane. <laughs> I just like to say it's insane because it's the first. It's still the first three days. Maybe that's why you're so tired. Well, it could be. I'm also probably really dehydrated and I've been sweating. I was in the sun early morning and I only had one meal yesterday because I had to sleep to get up this morning. So (laughs) there you go. A lot of factors. Yeah. (laughs) To anyone that doesn't know what Ramadan is, it's basically the holy month of what? Being thankful, I think. Well, anyway. It's on you. I don't know. Just think of an extended Thanksgiving, except you're fasting and you can... You're fasting for 30 days, right? And you can only... You break your fast at uh, sunset. Sun- yeah. So I, what, I what time that. is that sunset, right now? And then you eat until sunrise. I mean, not you don't have to eat the whole duration, but like <laughs> you're just eating in the middle. You're of just the night eating constantly. for eight hours. <laughs> just, it's basically like the opposite of American Thanksgiving. Yes. Instead of one day, it's a whole month, and instead of eating exactly. everything all in one sitting, yeah. and it's to, spread out throughout the month. And to everyone with the question, yes, not even water. So we're, that's the we're gnarliest part about it for we're me. Lit- like, remember that episode of SpongeBob when he dried out? That's literally how you feel. <laughs> just, eh, I can't breathe. You know, like just, it's just so gross. And and the people think that you would actually starve. You wouldn't really starve. You would just want water, dude. You're just so thirsty. It's <laughs> insane. Like even brushing your teeth feels disgusting because you have to spit it all out and you can't really. <laughs> Yeah. smoke comes out cobwebs yeah. it's just oh i don't know but um yeah i'm looking forward to that glass of water for sure with a little lemon mm. Mm. little lemon yes yes teaches you to uh Spicy be grateful water. for the small things right yeah but um it is a challenge just because <clears throat> a person like me i'm a skinny guy if you spend five months gaining weight you will lose that in that month <laughs> so, so every year you have to kind of find like a sweet spot of where you maintain your weight just so you don't lose it because of Ramadan, you know? Mm. You have to gain like 30 pounds before the next one. Yeah, and it's and anyone that fasted, you know how hard it is. When, when you fast all day and then you have that one meal, it's really hard to have that second meal like in two hours. It's super hard because you, you're so full and your stomach just got shocked by all this food going into it yeah. all at once. And I don't know. It just—it's really hard to eat. But all of you, my Muslim friends are gaining the benefits of autophagy. Yeah, but you do—you do clean out your system by the end of the month, dude, for sure. 
100%. You know what autophagy is, right? No, what is it? It's basically where your cell gets the signal to self-destruct. Yeah. Your, your bad cells, like yeah. the potential cancerous cells. Mm -hmm. um, and you mainly get that through exercise, fasting, some other, some other like uh, supplements. But yeah. that's, that's part of basically, the benefit that you're gaining. That's sick. So, so we just, do that. We do that every year once. That's crazy. And then at the end of it is it a, you have Aid, right? Mm-hmm. We have the celebration of uh, it's called Aid al Fitr, which is Aid al breaking the fast. Aid is Eid, so lit. Aid so of lit. breaking the fast. Aid just make what what does Aid mean? Party? Festival uh, fest? I'm not sure. Yeah. Festivity. There we go. Festivity. <laughs> it's our reward. But uh yeah. It's it's exciting stuff. I feel like the older you get, Aid just gets like less and less. Kind of like Christmas. Where it's just like you stop mm. feeling it, you're like whatever. Now it's just my turn to just buy stuff for people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. What about Ramadan though? What are you saying? Um. Besides the besides the the fasting part, of course, because that's mm -hmm. the most obvious obstacle you have or hardship to deal with. What is what are some other obstacles that you're dealing with? Other than Ramadan, or that the Muslim population is dealing with as a as a whole um, well it's the community aspect i want to say um for the first time ever this is the time where we usually all gather all communities all muslim communities from all over the states and a good point cities gather and you know after iftar time which is sunset that's where we all eat um it doesn't feel collective anymore it just feels like mm. kind of like solo and all the mosques are closed so there's no like get togethers or anything like that That's there's insane. also there's no longer tarawih prayer tarawih prayer is a dedicated prayer for ramadan which is um what it's it's kind of like an extended prayer but it's it's more of like showing think, thanks for think about it as a marathon of prayers <laughs> yeah it's an extended prayer and it's recommended and it's supposed to be hard to do just because you're supposed to be committed to it like with your soul you know you're supposed to actually try and pray it rather than count the prayers so, um, and people are in it because I've been to a lot of them. Yeah. Um, in my younger days, like mm -hmm. grown men, just it, it's almost like they hit this like transcendent experience where they just start bawling. Yeah. In the middle of prayer, they just start fucking crying like no, yeah. like no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a cool part of yeah. it. Yeah. So usually that's the goal for people in in life, I guess. But um. Uh. Yeah, it's just the aspect of no one gathering anymore and you don't see hundreds of people and everyone's just kind of sheltered and quarantined and mm -hmm. and it's not up to you. It just feels kind of like off for the first time ever. This is going to be a very memorable Ramadan for sure 100%. for the rest of our lives. Um, that's if it doesn't even mark history, you know. Um, it's just so off. It's It's supposed to be like this is the time where everyone is supposed to like go to the mosque, you know. Mm -hmm. All year, people just go, eh, I'll go, I'll go, yeah, yeah, and they never show up. But Ramadan is the only time you'll see every single person. So it's like, it's now, it's like Christmas. It's taken away from us, yeah. It's like Christian Christmas mm -hmm. in that regard. Yeah. I mean, like, you'll never see people at church. Yeah. And like, it's, ever. And then Christmas or <laughs> Easter rolls around, and it's like, everybody's like, praise Jesus. And you're yeah. like, okay, cool, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Fucking posers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. That's all it is. It's kind of like seeing the the freeways empty, right? Where like you're just surreal. Like, yeah, it's just like you're so used to traffic that you think that's normal now, right? And all of a sudden, one day, you're just going 110 all the way from Corona to LA, and you're just like, how did I do that? That doesn't make any sense. It seems like a tunnel almost. That's how fast you're going. <laughs> I mean, I see, dude, if I, was, if I was religious, I would see this, and if I was Muslim specifically, mm -hmm. I would see this as an opportunity to go even deeper into like this whole spiritual aspect. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're with your family, of course, but if you're alone, yeah. then you really have to get in touch with yourself. Of course. Get in touch with something much deeper. Yeah. And that's something I promote. I feel like the start of religion should always be within yourself. So lock yourself up and just try to figure it out by yourself first. Mm -hmm. Don't go seeking out information because everyone will give you all kinds of information. And it's going to be all over the place. Yeah. So I, I think always do your research on your own. You know, 100%. and just like anything else, it's kind of like it's always a gut feeling whether something is bad or not. It's kind of like, you know, mm. like obviously if you if someone told you to kill someone tomorrow. Yeah. You'd have that gut feeling of like, hell no. Right. 
you're not a complete psychopath, you know what you know that it's yeah. not the right option. You know, it's a gut feeling. It's like that. You know you're right from wrong, so you can't tell me you don't, you know? And that's where you start, really. Mm. I feel. And then just just read more and just read more about like the stuff that was provided to us, not the stuff that people say or talk of, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't don't take someone else's research for it. Just do your own research, basically. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what are some other things that uh Peaked your interest lately? Yeah, dude. Peaked my interest lately? Mm-hmm. Um, just missing the outdoors, man. Mm-hmm. Miss being true. Miss being out. Outdoors. Exploring. Getting to see the world. Mm-hmm. And it's really tragic that a lot of the uh, places that we can go do that at are locked yeah. down right now. I, I'm i with you, and I feel like I, I deeply miss dining in. <laughs> Like Is you walk into me? a restaurant now and you're like, fuck, fuck I dude. wish this was full yeah, you're of just, people it's right like now. A, you're barricaded, bro. Yeah. Like there's just a barricade and you can't even like really see their faces either. It's just kind of like you're interacting with this robot and it's just like, what's the name? Okay. Zaid. Here you go. All right. Is everything in there? Yeah, it is. Well, it's sealed. Yeah, it is. Okay. Thank you. That's an interesting like, point with the whole face mask thing. Yeah. Because just, there's no facial reaction or anything. Like it's just. <laughs> There's no facial expressions. The the face is the gateway of like emotion. That's yeah. how you tell mainly somebody's emotion. Mm-hmm. So then you just cover up the face. I mean, you can see it through the eyes, of course, yeah. but it's just not the same, especially when you're interacting with people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. There's actually uh, someone that did, uh, I forgot who it was. There's a lady. She actually made masks that were for the um, for the deaf so they can see their lips when they're moving. So it has like a, like a plastic see-through. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, I saw what you're... T- I know what you're talking about. She got a piece of... um, Yeah, it was just like a clear piece of curved plastic. And then yeah. she put it on front or on the top on the of mask. one of those just uh, medical masks. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that look like they're folded over each other. Yeah. Just so you could see the other person smiling. Yeah. I tried to go or to read Bristol. their lips for... You know, oh, yeah. It was for, the, yeah, it was for yeah. the deaf people. I forgot about yeah. that. I tried to go into Bristol Farms. They don't let anybody without a mask inside. Really? So they're like, oh, yeah. You know, the lady was like, I have a, I have some reserve ones if you want, some plastic ones. And then she takes it out. It's like this big, bulky plastic mask. And I'm like, nah, fuck this. I just immediately left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting this thing on. Yeah. Disgusting. I have two other things that have piqued my interest hmm. that I thought about while we were talking about Please this. share. I'm going to start with the first one. Sure. 5G. Okay. Okay. Some I know you. I know that you know that we've previously previously discussed this. But what, what specifically? I know, but have we discussed that people think f- coronavirus is caused by five G? Oh my god! <laughs> have you heard about this? Yeah. So fucking stupid. There are people that genuinely believe that coronavirus is yeah. being spread because of the implementation of 5g yeah because of because of its high speed rate <laughs> well what's hilarious to me is only i think only five countries in the world have 5g capability so they're, they're basically saying a wavelength has created a virus yeah <laughs> that or that or i think i also heard an explanation where it was like no the the signal that's being sent out is so strong that it causes mutation within you and that becomes the coronavirus I've heard that one as well. Well, then in that case, we would be creating so many different viruses, you know, Yeah, but, what's, but what speaking. they're saying isn't even a virus. It's more of a cancer. Yeah. Like, it's a very weird argument. Now, if you wanted to argue that 5G could cause cancer, you might have a case. It depends. I didn't realize this before, but there's three different versions of 5G, shortwave, uh, medium, and long. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the shortwave is the strongest. That's the one where you get like the over a gigabyte down or whatever, right? Yeah. Then the medium wave is like in between that. And then the long wave, which is what most people are going to get, is like 200 gigs down or 200 mm-hmm. megabytes down or something mm-hmm. like that. It's insane to have on your phone. And uh, the shortwave is the most powerful one. And that's the one that people think causes cancer. For example, there was one set up next to a tree, side of the tree that was facing the tower was dead. There's also the case where they implemented one over by like a preschool or something, Mm -hmm. kindergarten, and then a bunch of kids started getting cancer. Same with teachers or whatever. To me, it makes sense because from what I've heard, um, it attacks your mitochondria. 
hmm. within the cell. And from that point forward, when your when your mitochondria and cells are not functioning, then they they start to spiral down into I think senescent cells, which that's why I mentioned autophagy from fasting. That's what um, mm. autophagy kills kills yeah. those senescent cells that could potentially be that are more likely to become cancerous. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a fair one. Well, uh, do you guys see that meme where it was just like a. Five cholos on a tower. And I said five G's. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the five G's you're wor you're worried you're about? Worried about? <laughs> yeah. What was the second one? You said you had a second one. I did. And then you let him it. let him get a good stretch in. Yeah, I did forget what it was. By the way, <laughs> give me a second to remember. It's okay. It's okay. I got too. I got too wrapped in. Yeah, we could talk. About, we could talk about lamps and the, the silence <laughs> on the Western Front. Front. Yeah, we're gonna get too many copyright hits. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty sure we can share like a couple seconds of it. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, how does Danny Duncan do it? Okay, I don't get this shit. Right. So, if I put up a like a clip on yeah. SoundCloud of, for example, like I got, let's just say, uh, Notorious B.I.G. rapping, mm -hmm. like an acapella of it. Right. You can yeah. find them on the internet. So I got that, and then I make a song, and I put that acapella over it. Yeah. If I put like 15 seconds on SoundCloud, I get a copyright strike, and I got to take it down. Yeah. However, Danny Duncan plays like a song by the Migos, like brand new, mm -hmm. raps, or it's like 30 seconds long. He gets it, and that's fine. Does that fall within fair use, the 30 seconds? Um, or is does it he edit it? I don't know. That's actually weird. Even if you edit it, if you get caught, you get caught. Like, you're still using it. Yeah. Um, But it's just... The, the whole point of editing is to not is to like bypass the verification system mm -hmm. the, the automated one because what the jre does is at least they they play like a, only a specific time amount like f 10 seconds if even. yeah if even. yeah they're, they're like way more on top of that yeah in terms of copyright strike stuff like that i have no idea i doubt that like if it's that new he would get rights immediately it's weird but Oh, it's interesting. We'll I'm figure it out. That that'll be more, yeah, do more relevant more as more uh, research on this shit as we get gain yeah, podcast man. steam. But yeah, dude, lamps. <laughs> about lamps. I love lamps. You have a fetish <laughs> with lamps? I do. I this man has lamps. a fetish with lamps. Literally, um, I don't know if you guys have seen them. There's like these resin lamps. The ones that have like different. Oh, are you talking about the ones that are made out of wood? Yeah. And then they implement resin into yes. them and stuff like that, and they polish them down. Yeah. Super super. What the down. hell? Super sick. Yeah. They're um, so basically like um, carpenters or whatever. They would get these blocks of really deformed looking wood. Mm -hmm. Like it's just very stringy and knotty and like crazy looking. They'll yeah. take a small chunk of that. Then they'll uh, put it into a mold, pour acrylic into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they let it harden, take it out, put it into a machine that spins it really fast and then they carve it down some of them they put it into like a ball or they shape it into whatever they want realistically yeah. and then they uh polish them down put a really nice like oil on them so it looks like glass and it's just colored and yeah some of them look really really crazy they look sick. sounds insane. you can get yeah. so artistic with it and it's, it's so dope especially when you like infuse the like either the lamp head or you can put like leds inside it so it looks like it's it's a glowing like, mm. And it has different shades, so you can add like uh, coloring as well. So you can put like a little shade of black with a little purple and a little blue. And then lighting then, like, is so underrated. Mixed into yeah, it, so and it then pop in a little LEDs in there, and then let it mold and sit, and then wire it up, dude. Oh my god, it looks so dope. How hmm. percentage wise, in terms of like how important everything is when it comes to like what am I trying to what specific um, like shooting a video? Yeah. Percentage-wise, how important, from 0 to 100, how important is good lighting? It's the most important thing. <laughs> so it's at 100? Yeah, I um, would agree. Mm. Because without light, there's no there's no camera work. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, you better boy. have a ridiculously expensive camera and like a yeah. very good one to shoot quality low-light pictures. Yeah, mm. and not even that, bro. It's just even the light bouncing from one end to the other. So like, you can have good lighting, right? It's just because... Good lighting doesn't mean doesn't mean that it's lit. <laughs> good lighting means you you know how to play with the light. Exactly. So that's why if um let's just say I shoot a lot, right? And I don't use any sort of cam uh, like lighting gear. Mhm. Mm 
you're going to have folders and folders of footage and then maybe three three videos are going to stand out from the rest of them and you're going to be like why is that mm -hmm. and it's just going to be like the universe just had perfect lighting in that perf in that exact moment and in, in in that exact spot corner mm. immediately stands yeah. out from the rest so you'd be like wow i didn't know my camera can do this but it's not really your camera it's the freaking lighting mm. yeah and that's where you figure it out and you're like wow lighting is important very <laughs> what's what, what what would the equivalent of that be in music loudness in a track mm. i think that would be the best uh example or comparison to it would be loudness like um i have a very difficult time being able to make sure that all the levels are equal yeah and it sounds like it would be easier said than done but it's like you have to realize you have to get everything eq'd properly mm -hmm. then on top of that you have to make sure it's all assembled properly you got your effects working right you want to make sure that the bass is like centered in the low end everything has to be right then you mess with the levels Mm -hmm. At least that's how I like to do it. Yeah. You know, and then maybe once you lower the level of something, you're like, oh, the EQ isn't right. Then you have to adjust from there. And it's like the old, it's so much micromanaging yeah. that goes mean, on with it. Do you mean the loudness of the entire track or the loudness of each individual sound? Each individual resulting in the whole. Okay. You want every single component to be as loud as it needs to be or can be. Yeah. To where it's clear enough to hear, but it's not going to make you go... And it has its yeah. own specific place in the mix. Like so, a really good mixer, you'll notice that their vocals almost float on top of the song. Yeah, they float and it feels like sometimes it's like... It like spirals in between the song too. Yeah. Does it create like, like, like a synergistic so effect? Like, huh? Does it create like a synergistic effect? Like when, when, every, when everything is well produced and you put the song out... It's just like all of the small parts add up and just create something that's just yeah. crazy. It, yeah. it, if you forget the vocals were that, if you ever forget that the vocals were recorded, mm -hmm. that's how you know it's a good mix. In mm. my opinion, like you could, sometimes I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, damn, that voice sounds like an instrument. And I'm <laughs> like, wait, it is an instrument. It's just recorded differently. And then when it, when it's recorded dry, it sound, doesn't sound like this. So I wonder what he did, mm. you know? Like my main problem, he or she, sorry. Like my <laughs> main problem with yeah. a lot of music I listen to, yeah, is the mix, and in some cases it's not necessarily the song's fault; it's the audio quality. You know, because we're listening through Spotify, we're listening through SoundCloud, YouTube, shit yeah. like that. We don't get as high of a compression rate. Yeah. There's or, a there's a cap on exactly. How high. You know, so, but other times there's like, for example, when you listen to a uh, Hotel California. Mm -hmm. There's um, a little guitar, or it's like a bass line in the beginning. The It's so quiet, and it should be driving that section, in my opinion. Like that, that would just be the six, just like just to have that run through that song in the beginning. I'm trying to relate it to soccer. I would say probably the most important thing is your is your touch. Like either your first touch or your touch in general. So like, let's say you're dribbling. Yeah. Um, if you take too heavy of a touch, the ball goes away from you and you lose the ball. Yeah. If you take too soft of a touch, depending on the scenario, then um, you don't have enough speed behind what you're doing to mm -hmm. you know execute what you want to do. So I would say touch is the most important. Be thing. gentle. Now, could you categor categorize touch as footwork? as a part of footwork because i was going to say i would imagine the most important thing i don't soccer. think so touch no touch is separate from your footwork because well there are different scenarios you can have your first touch in so like if you're trying to bring a ball down that's let's say it hits 20 feet in the air you're trying to bring that down and you have two to three players around you so that touch needs to be perfect yeah that's true so you have to it's not touch is more about good touch is more about finesse than it is about brute force Okay. So you want to make sure it hits the perfect, like, if I were to take a ball down from, you know, 20 feet up in the air, it hits the middle of my foot at the perfect place, but then I also have to, like, bring my foot down at the same time to the point where it just, like, sticks on the field without bouncing. Mm. So it's, like, it's interesting to see how, how that plays a role in each each of our uh, areas. Yeah. I can see Finesse that. over brute strength yeah, because i feel like touch is not movement it's just it's literally sense 
it's I don't know. It's timing and it's timing, it's it's sensitivity to the ball, yeah. sensitivity like an an awareness of your surroundings. Mm. You know, because not only do you have to think about not only do you have to make the perfect touch, you have to think about where you want to take it after that. Yeah. And that happens instantly. So you're doing all this math in your head without exactly. thinking about it. You're, um which is crazy because like I've seen you play and it's just like when someone like literally throws a decker bro just fucking kicks the shit out of it half like half the field right and it's coming up from like 50 feet in the air this guy will just grab it like there was no momentum on it like it's, it's insane just, just like right on his foot and just like dribbles it off and then just and touches not only with your foot you can do it with your knee you can do it with your chest if you see like if you have a ball just just mobbing towards you you can just trap it with your chest and then just put it in front of you. Yeah, it's insane to me because it's coming in with so much force, and then when it when when it's exerted, but then when he like catches it, it's just like there's it's like there was no force at all. It's crazy. And there's nothing better in the world. How bad does it hurt to just get na- like just nailed right in the chest with a soccer ball, or is it not as bad as you think it would be? Some will hurt if you do it wrong. Then it's more likely to hurt. Yeah, I've done it before where I got the wind knocked out of me, dude. Yeah, because I was <laughs> like, say, you, you I've, never, been, hit, I've yeah. been hit by a soccer ball enough times, like to know that shit hurts. You never I, control it with your stomach. You'll get, you'll no. get knocked out. Yeah, not, it's not always there. like outer peck, outer top peck, depending on where you want it. Bro, it's interesting stuff. I have an insane story of when I was playing soccer in like fifth grade. Bro, mm-hmm. it's like I was like Spider Man or something. I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened in that moment, but we were all playing, and it was like uh, boys and girls, right? And we're all playing, and we're playing uh, with flags, I believe. But mm. it was soccer instead of football. Interesting. So we were running, running, running. And I had the ball, right? And I'm just gunning it, dude. And then for some reason, I'm like, bro, this isn't me. Like, usually the ball's already right or left or, like, top corner, you know? And I'm just like, all right, I, I guess I'm going for the goal, right? You know? And then this one girl, bro, just slides in front of me. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but I swear to God. I pick up the ball with both my feet and I do a front flip and I run and the ball is on the other side now and I'm still dribbling. And I was like, what? What the hell is? Yeah, I swear. Legitimate front flip. Legitimate with front the flip. ball in between your feet. I literally the ball, I think I believe got stuck between my two feet Uh huh. because I kind of like like flinched. But yeah. then my muscles kind of like just picked up the ball as I flew forward. I've seen that probably once in my life. So I got up and I was like what the hell just happened? And I'm still going towards the goal. And somehow I saw the ball, dude. Like, yeah, I think that was like the most fascinating moment of my life. <laughs> I was like, what? The, the defining or moment. Or not even, not even. I have a better story. This one time I was walking back from my locker and I was putting on my backpack. Just walking, random. Uh, I think it was junior high, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, f- I remember like I was looking towards the left and then I swung my, my arm out on the right. So I swung it up like towards my head and out of nowhere, I catch a pencil with two fingers. What? I swear to God, someone flung a pencil and I ca- caught that shit and people saw it and they were like, what the fuck? They were losing their mind. This man's a wizard. And I, was like, I was like, yeah, dog. you know, I played it off. I was like, yeah, you know, I got this shit. But I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> he goes back home like later that night, just f- tries to analyze like, what the yeah, fuck I'm like, was that? What man? the hell was that? Where'd it come from? How did I do that? What and- was that John Wick shit? <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Do you guys have any stories like that where it was just like Said secretly a sleeper cell? Yeah. <laughs> a dude. Secretly a Russian spy. Oh All we have God. to say is like, we have to say like Cinderella's birthday cake around him. Then he just snaps into a Soviet spy. <laughs> <laughs> All of my stories basically revolve around soccer with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do I have any? I probably do. I don't remember any of them off the top of my head, though. Mm. Like slick moves. They slick probably don't moves. even stick as hard as mine did, dude. Mine was like, like I still remember that feeling, dude. This is so good. You feel like, like a king. I mean, you feel like a like the kingest king you'll <laughs> the king of you'll kings. ever king, dude. You know. I mean, like. I can think of some music scenarios that aren't as impressive, hmm. like that kind of count, I guess. Or it's like I was just in the middle of a concert and I totally forgot what I was supposed to play. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just made some shit up for like a solid 30 seconds. And, and then I like, just after I that, yeah. I remembered that like that would be an appropriate amount of time 
to get back to the part that I did remember. Yeah. So I just started playing that shit Dude, again. 30 seconds Dude. is an eternity. Dude, That's I actually... was sweating. <laughs> my my lips were sweating. <laughs> my fingernails were sweating. <laughs> That's insane, dude. Good way to that. improvise, though. Oh, it was yeah. terrifying. It's like do or die. Yeah, it was really scary. <laughs> Usually, those do or die scenarios, like a lot of good stuff happens. They, there. they make or break. They make or break, mm -hmm. depending on how much you practice and all of that. Yeah, yeah, man. What you well, that's what I'm saying. They make or break. Like either you're going to rise to the occasion, or you're going to fall apart. And nothing's more uncomfortable than when you fall apart. <laughs> like that is the worst feeling. I've been a part of that before. Oh, dude, we all have. We're like this this song, like the ensemble, like everybody just did not practice it. Mm -hmm. And it sounded so bad. Damn. Wham. It was so bad. Just a dog shit performance. It was god awful. And then what dude. was weird was the um the next performance we had after that. We had the biggest applause of the night, and that was including hmm. like the orchestra section, which like had the most parents there in high school and shit. Like we had a larger clap wow. than the other kids did. Yeah. We did a version of um like a, it was a mashup of two Pink Floyd songs, and it was <laughs> like classical guitar mixed in with um like electric guitar with a bunch of effects on it. So it was like actually really trippy and spacious and echoey. And we had this other teacher that was sitting on, um, I forget what they're called, but they're these, uh, they're these boxes, a, ma a Mahone or I, I don't even remember. <laughs> anyway, it's like this box you sit on that you can drum with. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, she's playing that. I'm on electric doing like really trippy, spatial, open sounding stuff, playing the solo for the songs and like. The classical guitar underneath it was so sick hell yeah bro to this day there's nothing more satisfying than watching a good tabla player just go yeah. at it what what would you call that in uh, like english uh, darbuka the a what darbuka or darbuka 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 do you know what darbuka. we're talking about yeah it's uh it's if i remember correctly it's these uh are they drums that are like this and they kind of come to a pinch in yeah. the back and then, and then they, they have an like, open back mm -hmm. dude i need one of those in my life yeah Every morning, just fucking walk out of the house. Will hate you and your family. Well, <laughs> no, because I'm gonna be amazing at it. Yeah, saw it at the music store, remember? Hmm? Yeah, they had a few at that music store in Fullerton. Yeah. It's like, Whoa. Well, I, I want to talk about things that piss me off. Please. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. What, <laughs> what really grinds what really your gears? Digs deep. Okay, I'll start with a small one. The word tings. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate Drake. I don't hate Drake. You hate I just hate tings, the word. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the word tings, dude. You basically hate all of when the UK. When people use it in normal, like everyday slang, I want to I want to <laughs> smack them across the face. You know, and just like give us an example, just normal English, like, like a random tings. tweet. Like it would be like you know someone you know and you're you know a dear friend, and then all of a sudden you see their tweet, and it's just like, it's like. What do you know about these tings? You know, I'm like, oh, what the <laughs> hell is that? You know, it's just like all of a sudden you stoop down to like a like a four to <laughs> what me. What do you do about these tings? You know, makes you sound so retarded. Yeah, it's just God, dude, <laughs> stop using that word. Big tings, yeah. <laughs> Big tings, yeah. Yeah. Big tings happening. What bothers you, Zaid? Vibey tings. A lot of things bother me. I know, but what's yeah. bothering you right now? What's really getting under your skin? What's grinding your gears? To the point. Of no return. Yeah. People who are being neurotically conscious of COVID-19 <laughs> to the point where it's like, how, how can I describe this? Do you mean, let me give you an example. So I'm going to give you two people. I'm going to give you two examples, actually. Mm -hmm. Here's the first person. This person is in Target and they have just a regular mask and some gloves on. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? No problem with that. No problem. Sure, you're setting up, you're setting yourself up for success okay. in terms of not catching COVID. Yeah, like okay. maybe it's the truth. So, so could, yeah. You know. So same scenario. You see another person dressed up, right? You're just cruising through Walmart, and all of a sudden you see somebody with a World War II gas mask. A hula hoop ring around them that's six feet in diameter. Yeah, <laughs> you're just a fucking they clown have, at that. They point. have um, camo cargo pants on with military boots, and they have a 
Better yet, just make it a ghillie suit yeah. with a with a hula hoop around them and carries. a gas mask on. You know what? You know what the deal breaker in that outfit is What's for that? me? The military cargo pants. No, yeah. I change it to a ghillie suit. Oh, ghillie suit? Oh my yeah. god. Dude. No, at that point you're just a clown. Why are you trying to camouflage? I don't get it. You're trying actually, to hide from the code. Actually, I remember one thing. Yeah. So Chipotle was doing DoorDash. Okay. Walked into Chipotle. The guy the first of all, I don't know, he's having a shitty day. He mm-hmm. he looks at me, he's like, Hey, sorry, you need a mask, bro. And then and then I'm like, Oh, okay, I have a pickup for, you know, who and who, whoever the name is. Yeah. And then he just like he go he gives me like that, oh just rolls his eyes. And then I started thinking because I remember that I read an article that Chipotle is about to pay a $25 million fine yeah. because of their poor hygiene practices in terms of handling food. Well, yeah. Well, any any company that's like, you know, bought by McDonald's, that's going to happen, dude. And I'm thinking, <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm thinking, you want me to wear a mask inside of your establishment because you're you fear catching a, a potential virus but you can't even handle your fucking food properly and you're making h- thousands of people sick yeah multiple times over this is not a like yeah. one time event for chipotle and then second of all you just work here you piece of shit i, I do don't necessarily care? have yeah. a problem with him like he's having a yeah. shitty day okay but it's just like the the overall like the hypocrisy yeah, yeah the hypocrisy from from chipotle I, I, I went through the same thing all right but it was at popeyes my okay, God. for starters, I'm going to say some real controversial shit right now, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out some fighting words. What? Popeyes ain't shit. Popeyes is not good in my opinion. Who do you take over Popeyes? KFC. Honestly, they have better fried chicken. Oh KFC. My God, dude. They have tastier fried chicken than Popeyes. Wow. You see, I like both. And you know why? Why is because that? Because one tastes completely different the other than the other. Fair enough. Yeah. I just and remember. I, I prefer tenders at one place and then not the other. I, I just remember when I went to Popeye's. Yeah. The tenders came out cold. My chicken breast was cold. The hell? Um, they were being very stringent on sauces. What? For some reason. And Whoa, um, Popeye's be going. Yeah. It just, it was like weirdly soggy. Mm. Like nothing's worse to me than fried chicken that's like soggy. Oh, like yeah, like Canes is the biggest offender. Yeah, Ugh. in my opinion, I hate Canes. Canes, okay, they're they're fry sauce. Yeah. By the way, if you want the best dipping sauce on the planet, take Canes fry sauce. Mm. Pour a little bit of honey into it. I know. It's super fat. <laughs> of course, yeah. Like I'm such a piece of shit for eating it, but it is delicious. Well, it looks like you haven't had blackened ranch then. Blackened ranch? Yeah. What is blackened ranch? It's basically ranch with a lot of black pepper and like a little bit of spice. Ooh. It's so good, dude. Interesting. It's I mean, I Popeyes. hate ranch, but... It's from fucking Popeyes, dude. That makes ranch sound more appealing. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Please screw you. Ranch is life. But yeah, I just... Dude, fuck yeah. off. Like, fast food establishments yeah. telling me to wear a mask when your fucking food causes disease. Like, also... Fucking get out of here. I get you. Side note. Yeah. Nobody died over a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Very true. People have only died over sandwiches from Popeye's. Now, there's two <laughs> arguments to be presented here. It just shows you your customer base. There's dude. two arguments. The first one being yeah. that the chicken sandwich is that delicious. Yes. It's that amazing. Or number two, number two, maybe, just maybe, people were so tired of waiting in line for it. They're like, I need to kill the guy in front of me to get this shit. Maybe I need to got, get out of here. Is maybe, it even that good? Maybe they <laughs> waited so long that they remembered that it's just chicken. And they're like, huh, the fuck am I doing here? And then just, this is the one of the, the this is one of those moments that I'm going to, going to screen record and put on my Instagram for the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bet. But, uh, yeah, uh, Popeyes, I picked up an order and they were like, excuse me, you can't come in here. I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean I can't come in here? I haven't ordered pickup. I've been here four times yeah. previously in the past yeah. week without a mask. And she's like, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's the city. And I'm like, are you the city? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking get paid eight bucks an hour, even though minimum wage is 11. Wait, so how are you How are you supposed to get the order if you can't go inside? Well, that's Through the, the drive through So I was like, I straight up went, I have I have an order to pick up. Bring it out to me. Yeah. I literally waited outside. And then I, I and then I closed the door and I, I opened the door again. And I was like, black Prius. <laughs> I mean, I've had I told her what to do. Like I was the manager. It's like you turn that. It's like yeah. you turn that place into Sonics. Yeah, you're like I don't fuck with that. I do car delivery only. Literally. Granted, I will. I will shout out Blaze Pizza because I walked in there. They did not care. 
Yeah. They had signs. Yeah, make sure you have you have to have a mask to walk in. I was just like, oh, do I need a mask to you know just like, to pick nah, this up? Like, no, nah, 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 come in, bro. You want to smoke a ball, bro? So bro. shout out to Blaze Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> come on in, Blaze Pizza. <laughs> Blaze, 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 Blaze. Many things grind my gears, yeah. but that has to be, at least for right now, that has to be on top. The second one I was going to mention, I think we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's an Earth Day. Oh, my God. For people that do not recognize Earth daily. <laughs> you know what? Okay. This I'm gets gonna, into the nature, people, but I want to talk gonna, about this. I'm going to make a statement Damn, right now, which I feel like is getting a little bit more. It's like becoming more of a popular thing to say. Yeah. I feel, and it's, Earth Day is kind of the same thing along the lines of, like, Black History Month. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, the idea of Black History Month is great. great. Like, let's, cele let's celebrate all these very influential, very historic, important African Americans. People who have moved the needle. And they helped shape our country and, like, where we're at right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. However, why do we delegate it? only do a month and keep in mind the shortest month of the year <laughs> why yeah. isn't it it's because we it's won't not, spend a day extra what while while it is black history it's also american history and should be taught yeah. at the same like at the same time in schools you know like mm -hmm. like we keep learning about this only like white shit i feel you know black shit is just as important it's been there. It's in the foundations of the country. Mm -hmm. They're Americans just as much as you and me. Yeah. So why is it only a month? I think I think they want that recognition just because they haven't just because they've been treated like shit for most of America's yeah. history. Well, it's also like people saying that it should be a na national holiday, right? National holiday. Yeah, they should be like it should be recognized. Why is Hanukkah recognized and Christmas and Kwanzaa? Wait, what should be a national holiday? Eid. Eid. Well, okay, I, I, I see that as a yeah, good that's, point. That's fair. In my yeah, mind. that's it fair. fair. But then it's like all of a sudden people are like almost want to protest that now. <laughs> Why? Like, Wait, what do like, you mean? Okay. Who's protesting that? Uh, you know, it was like two years ago where a lot of people were like, we're going to petition this crap. We're going to sign it. Sign this now. You know, like who was saying that? White people? No, no. Arabs. Dude. Like they Muslims. don't want Eid to be enough? No, they want to. Yeah, you know, those are, those are the people who ironically... Yeah, fucked up their own I'm their saying that it exists whether it's a national holiday or not <laughs> like yeah like I don't think Han is Hanukkah a national holiday or is it just a Jewish holiday that happens to happen around a national holiday I don't, I don't think know. it's a national holiday I think it's just more widely recognized well it is yeah. a national I think holiday that's, but actually I think the national holiday is Christmas but it just falls along with yeah Christmas. the same timeline yeah well I think actually Hanukkah happens before Christmas doesn't happen like yeah but i mean everyone has those two weeks off anyway you yeah. un you understand me boy all right this is a christian oh. nation Damn. so we only have christmas as our national holiday we only have christmas <laughs> did you do you remember a while back there was a conversation going on that it shouldn't even be called christmas anymore what should it be called like liberals Christ. wanted like uh people who were either atheist or agnostic or whatever they're like it should actually just be called xmas so it's almost as if they were trying to make just the entire like Christmas as itself. They're trying to make it representative of all holiday holidays that are happening in that season. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah and all that other stuff that's going on. Mm. Yeah. It's just a busy time of year, you know. Yeah, but um, actually, because this is a topic I really wanted to discuss. So okay. get into uh, the whole nature is metal thing in uh tree huggers <laughs> so i didn't really know how to approach it because i just have a feeling it's more of a hunch it's not a proven fact so i'm like kind of weary of even saying it but i feel like people that are self-proclaimed like nature lovers you know or like nature forward people have a very hard time with looking at the page nature is metal and I can understand it's like very graphic, the majority of the pictures that are on there. But what mm. it is, is nature being itself. Yeah, it's true. Form. It's a very educational tool that it's not all cuddles with. It's not all cuddles with like lions and shit. You know, it's <laughs> it's very violent out there and everything wants you dead or is going to see you as food in one way or another. Yeah, I know. I have beef with these people because they're if you were actually a nature, quote unquote, nature person. 
then you would put yourself in situations where you have enough, enough experience to understand how nature actually operates. Yeah. Nature is wild, dude, and it's dangerous, and the, they are, it's, it's literally a chain. You are not a nature that. person if you, you fucking go to the woods every four yeah. months. If anything, if you're contesting against it, mm -hmm. what are you contesting, bro? They're in their own society, and that's how it is. Yeah. All right. That's nature at its truest form. Bears eat other animals' ass first. Get used to it. Yeah. Like, there was a time where you and I went hiking up in, um, what is that area called? The uh, where, Do you remember when we went hiking up in that one area where they had that really insane view on the top of a mountain? Do you I'm remember sure. what I'm talking about? I, I'm totally blanking on the name of it. Um, Sequoia. Oh, we were in the Sequoias. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were on this path, right? And we mm -hmm. were walking back because the sun was going down. Yeah. And uh, we were like running part of the time just for, like because it was fun. And also we wanted to get mm. back before it was like totally dark. Yeah. And um, on the way back, we stopped for a second <laughs> and we're walking. And I look up and there's like just a deer. There's two deer right next to us. What? I mean, like sitting from me to you. They're wow. just munching on some leaves. Mm -hmm. And I know deer or I know deer can be like actually very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like they can be very mean to people. They have a lot of ticks on them that cause Lyme or they can have ticks that have Lyme disease. Not really. That's over what here. I didn't know. Yeah. Not really over here. So, I mean, still happens. They also get like this really nasty mange on them. They're just really gross. Yeah. Like they're very gross animals, dear. I mean, like they can be very cute with the spots and oh, Bambi. And like you have all that like <laughs> Disney nostalgia wrapped up in it, but they're gross and they can charge and they bite and spit and like they, they're just mean. And so I'm like, holy shit, we need to get away from these things is my first thought, right? Yeah. And so Zade, being the Tarzan that he is, he's like, <laughs> I'm going to take out my phone and take pictures. Yeah. And so he's like getting right up next to these deer. And I'm like, dude, we got to go. And he's like, relax. Yeah. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with taking <laughs> pictures of the deer. And I'm like, dude, you're getting really close. Like it's yeah. it's kind of like rearing at you. Like, back the fuck up, dude. And I'm like, it's time to go. And he's like, you're being a bitch, but whatever. That goes to show how deeply wired the, the Disney programming is <laughs> to my subconscious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would kind of want to do the same thing. But at the same time, it's kind of like they don't really... They might think of it as an attack immediately, you know? So. I was completely naive in that situation. Oh, it was, it was amazing. I was genuinely blown away how you were just like totally washed over with. <gasps> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> pictures of it. I definitely wasn't going to touch them. That, that's, Dude, you were trying to. You were like sticking your hand out. No, no, I just tried to get my out. phone closer to them. Just so I No, your non-phone hand. You were reaching out. Was I? Yeah. Jesus. It God. was freaking me out. I was that very hand. naive then. It's insane. And I know there's people out there like, it's just a deer. It's whatever, bro. No, yeah. they can fuck you up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's kind of just like a, in a way, it's like a tiny horse. <laughs> like, if you think about it, it's a less powerful horse. Yeah. Can they run faster than horses though? Some. Hell, I imagine some do. Some? Then different depends uh, on what air, what continent you're talking about, and what breed of horse you're working. Because there, there are deer and other animals like that. that I've never seen a deer are designed to outrun like the saber-toothed tiger. So. I want to see a deer one day. I've You've never, never seen, seen a deer. Nope. I've seen really? signs of deers. <laughs> signs of deers. You've never seen a deer. Yeah. Nope. Never. Wow, that's fascinating. You need to come to the mountains with uh, Zayden. I then. We'll get you to ride one. Yeah, I'm planning on going to Sequoia <laughs> soon. Sequoia is a place I really want to visit. Beautiful. I mean. Um, a while back, my friend and I were driving through the Eastern Sierras, mm -hmm. and uh, we were we were arriving to this like little motel, like that's where we were sleeping for the night. Yeah, and it was very late, like it was eleven o'clock at night. Ooh, the uh, I don't think the motel owners were even there. Like they just left an envelope with our key on the desk. Damn. They're like, because like who's gonna fucking take that? Yeah. Like, who's going to want, who just happens to wander around in the middle of nowhere, yeah. like in the eastern Sierras, and is like, oh, finally, a room I can have. Like, yeah, yeah. like they're not worried about that shit. And um, while we're, sorry, before we even pull in, we're driving down this windy road, and they're completely covered by trees. Wow. There's, like, nowhere to even pull off. It's, like, so rooted with yeah. trees, like, along the side That's of the road. It's a crazy sight. It was stunning. And it was very dark. And mm -hmm. the moon, there was no moon. So we only had his headlights. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a fucking deer just 
bolts out of the wood, out of the trees, just boom, like right in the middle of the road. My friend swerves like we're freaking like, like oh, oh. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> dude, it could have been. I mean, it could have been a saber tooth tiger for all we care. It was, like, it, yeah. It's basically just a blur. It, yeah, point. it was still terrifying. Like yeah. they're dicks. Deer, <laughs> deer suck. <laughs> Damn, I hate deer. Fuck you for wanting to jump in front of my speeding vehicle at the precise moment. Damn. Oh, and they're getting that um, neurodegenerative disease that's transferring through deer right now. Nice. You know about that? No. There's the um, prions are inside certain parts of the deer in the um, the East Coast and the Midwest mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And basically, if that disease makes it the jump to humans, it's a hundred percent death rate. If you get what? it, you will die. And so basically what it is, it's a neuro, uh, neurodegenerative disease and it causes your brain to just fall apart. Oh, shoot. Yeah. And your body. Like what? Parkinson's times a thousand? Yeah. Like theoretically, you're inoperable or like your body's just not able to move with realistically within three to six weeks. You're out here worried about COVID-19. Yeah. Pussy and there's, there's <laughs> like apparently... Scientists are worried about worried about the jump from a deer to humans because of the influx of deer meat that's being eaten. Oh wow! And it's not being in certain parts of the U.S. Yeah. You actually have to get your deer meat tested if you want to eat it now. Wow! Yeah, smart. And move. when was this discovered? Um, this was discovered a couple years back, yeah. if I remember correctly. And then the certain regions started implementing rules like the testing stuff, but some mm-hmm. places don't have it. Yeah. So. If there's like tens of thousands of pounds of deer meat being eaten on an annual basis. Yeah. Which, like, think about it statistically, right? We're talking about people over in Wuhan eating bats. And, like, the, that's how we got <laughs> the COVID-19 thing. Tens of thousands of pounds of deer meat. That's crazy. That's literally every year. Just think about that. That's like, imagine chickens had that. And all of a sudden, we... <laughs> Pigs had that H1N1. Yeah. I mean, wow. it wasn't like a neurological, or yeah. it wasn't a, caused by prions and stuff like that, but it was like a serious ass illness. Yeah. And even if you did survive from it, you did get fucked up after H1 for sure for life. That's insane, dude. Can't fuck with nature. Yeah, man. You want to know why? She's a savage bitch. I was going to say, because nature is metal. <laughs> <laughs> nature is metal. <laughs> That's straight up one of the best names. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up here for episode 26. Yes, sir. Yes, Coming sir. to a conclusion. Thank you for joining us once again on the 2AM podcast. You can find us on such places as Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and, and YouTube. And many more. Potential. Many more. So this has been Logan. This has been Zaid. And this has been Saeed. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, please don't forget to drop us a five-star review. We please. Help. We love that. We Specifically on help. Apple Podcasts. Helps please. out a lot. Give it a thumbs up. For any, the love any of, of those. Yeah. <gasps> Saeed's simping out here. Yeah, I'm simping. <laughs> simping for life. But other than that, we will catch you on episodes 27. 27. <laughs> we'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Peace.